From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker and editor of the CQ Budget Newsletter. And joining me today for the first time on our podcast is Tanvi Misra, who covers immigration policy at CQ Roll Call. Thanks for being here, Tanvi. Thanks for having me. So even though Congress is still in a prolonged summer recess, spending battles between the White House and Congress have only been multiplying. We learned last week the White House is holding up $250 million in military aid to Ukraine, which has angered lawmakers who see it as a gift to Russia. And that dispute is similar to an ill-fated White House effort last month to cancel more than $4 billion in foreign aid that Congress had already approved. But we want to focus today on yet another spending struggle that is sure to cause headaches when Congress gets back to work next week. This is CBS. The Trump administration is planning to divert millions of dollars in disaster relief funds to the U.S.-Mexico border. According to a letter from California Congresswoman Lucille Royball Allard, $271 million will be transferred from the Department of Homeland Security. Even with a major hurricane hitting Florida, the Trump administration now plans to divert money from disaster relief and other programs to fund more immigration detention beds and some immigration court facilities. And a lot of senior appropriators aren't happy about it. So, Tanvi, what would this plan do exactly, and how much money are we talking about? It's about uh, $271 um, at stake. And from that, uh, $116 go towards detention beds and removal operations. um, And $155 Uh, They want to divert to uh, funding these new court um, hearing facilities along the border for the uh, migrant protection protocols, or also called as Remain in Mexico. This is the program through which um, a lot of the migrants coming to the border are told to wait in Mexico while their case in court uh, proceeds. So... Um, for that, they've they've you know tried to set up these new uh, hearing locations along the border so that these uh, mig- uh, migrants can have their court uh, you know yeah. their day in court, I guess. And we should say this is money that has already been approved. It was already in the fiscal 2019 spending package that's been enacted into law, and the Department of Homeland Security wants to divert some of this money for these immigration programs. Um, why do they want to do this? Have they said, what's the reason for the diversion? They were pretty quiet about this, um, at least when the news came out. Uh, but, you know, as the day went on and the reactions came in, they did release a statement. And it seems that uh, what, they, what they're saying they need the money for is to um, account for the higher number of single adult males who are coming to the border, they say. So, you know, to accommodate them, to um, be able to detain them, that's why they need this money. That's interesting because we've been talking about a surge of families coming from from Central America for some time now. Now there's a surge of single adult men, apparently. That's what they're saying. Um, This year, the number of families and the number of unaccompanied minors has really risen dramatically. Uh, And those are the families for whom, you know, uh, the budget uh, supplemental money was dispatched. Um, It was humanitarian aid. These are families that um, Border Patrol itself says it's not really equipped to deal with because it's very different from the single male adult 
adults that were coming right. to the border like decades ago, um, largely from Mexico. These families are largely coming from Central America. So that seems to be the situation. The numbers have declined in um, in July, which is, uh, you know, to some extent that is seasonal. Uh, there might be other factors at play as well. Certainly the government, uh, the administration thinks that some of its policies and its uh, agreements with Mexico and Central American countries uh, seems to be working as well. So, you know, there's a, it's a very complex group of factors at play, um, but certainly those numbers have been decreasing in recent months. And so what's been the reaction from lawmakers to this? So, you know, as you might imagine, uh, appropriators uh, uh, from the Democratic Party are extremely vehemently opposed to this. Uh, Lucille Roybal Allard, uh, you know, the California Democrat who is the chair of the Appropriations DHS subcommittee uh, in the House, uh, released a quite an extensive letter in which she opposed this uh, uh, yeah. this transfer. Of course, it doesn't really matter to a large extent what she says, whether she concurs or not with it. You know, DHS has the authority to transfer these funds. Uh, but she although brought up— she, Although she questions that authority to some extent. She does. She does. Uh, so she brought up a number of really interesting points in her letter. One of them was the fact that, you know, she really disagrees with the reasoning that the administration is giving for this. Um, you know, this idea of, oh, this is this huge surge and we need to deal with it and that's why we're asking for this money. Uh, she says— that Congress funded around 40,000 um, beds uh, for a reason. You know, they wanted to sort of contain the amount of detention that this administration was doing. And consistently, uh, ICE and DHS has been overspending on that. So, uh, you know, she says that that started even before in the first quarter, even before the really dramatic surge we saw this year. So in the first quarter uh, of fiscal year 2019. So, you know, she doesn't really buy it. She doesn't really buy the fact that this is, you know, this corresponds with the migration surge. Uh, she says that overspending happened before. Uh, the second point that she brings up, and, and this comes back to what you were saying, is that she doesn't really buy this idea that they have the authority to do this. And there's what she's saying is um, DHS has the authority to transfer these funds if it can establish that there is an emergency um, where there's property and lives at threat and it hasn't you know, sufficiently given evidence for that. So yeah. she thinks, especially the funds that they are diverting to the migrant uh, protection protocols or remain in Mexico program. She says that, you know, situation was created by the administration itself and therefore, you know, asking for money and saying that that's an emergency doesn't really uh, hold up. Although I suppose the administration would argue it sort of is an emergency because they've got a surge of people being arrested at the border, right? Yeah, there's, uh, you know, uh, as you can imagine, a ping-ponging happening on that. Yeah. So meanwhile, going. a lot of this money would be coming from the Disaster Relief Fund that's run by FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency. What's the effect there? We've got a major hurricane to deal with now. I assume there's going to be some concern that, that that's not the right place to take money out of right now. There is a, a lot of concern, in fact, and some of it comes from Republicans. Um, so, you know, Shelley Moore Capito, uh, the senator who chairs the Senate Appropriations uh, Subcommittee on Homeland Security, also set a le uh, sent a letter to DHS. Yeah, she's a West Virginia Republican. Right. Yeah. And she had concerns about the use of resources from, um, you know, this particular pool of money. Um, she had asked uh, the DHS acting secretary, Kevin McLean, uh, for a short 
assurance is that, you know, the disaster preparedness or response won't be affected. Now, I'm not really sure uh, if the response that she got, uh, if she got a response was, um, you know, appropriate to her liking. But I guess it will be tested soon because, um, you know, we're in the middle of hurricane season. And that's, I think, something that everyone is concerned about. Uh, FEMA, I, I should note, did reach out and release a statement saying that they have enough money and that people shouldn't really worry about it. They have a remaining balance of $447 million in the DRF base account. So they say they're, you know, they're covered. And uh, But I think there are still a lot of concerns whether uh, that's going to be sufficient. And, you know, since we don't really know how we, much money. Right. We don't really yet. know what's needed yet until we until we get the damage assessments from the hurricanes, uh, right. among other things. And then also, I think some people noted that a lot of this money is still going to uh, recovery from hurricanes last year and the year before that. I mean, those sure. recoveries aren't um, really completed either. So, so there's that. So what's the outlook here? I mean, can Congress actually block this diversion of money or are they just all they can do is protest? I think what at least advocates are trying to get them to do is take this as a learning lesson into uh, 2020 budget negotiations and, you know, really drill down on the fact that they believe DHS specifically is an agency that does not, you know, play by the rule book when it comes to the money that's been dispatched to it by Congress and and the conditions that come with that money. Um, and 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 really put in some more guardrails uh, when they are negotiating, um, you know, next year's uh, uh, funding budget. Yeah, I mean, if anything, this is just going to make the the upcoming fiscal years spending uh, bills more problematic, particularly this Department of Homeland Security spending. Right? Yeah, and that was already going to be yeah. uh, a particularly contentious because of bill. the fight over the border wall. But now we've Correct. got this. This issue, too, to deal with on that bill. Right. All of these things came up in the border supplemental negotiations as well. I think the progressives uh, in the House particularly brought these, um, especially the, you know, overspending on ice beds up. I remember Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was one of them. She was really harping on this point that ICE has been spent overspending on its budget even before, you know, and that doesn't really correspond with the higher surge in migration. Uh, She's the outspoken New York Democrat. She's made a lot of national waves on immigration, among other things. Mm -hmm. The overall budget for 2018 was about over 47 billion, and you know a lot That's of for the whole Department of Homeland for, Security, for the entire department, correct? And um, for a number of years now, advocates have been pointing out that um, DHS's budget, and in particular ICE, has been funded more than a lot of law enforcement, uh, federal law enforcement agencies put together. So you know they they have consistently um, are been arguing that this is already an overfunded agency. Uh, it's and particularly ICE, which is the most controversial, um, you know, department within that agency, uh, should be uh, not be given as many funds as it, uh, as much money yeah, as it. Because this funding battle is really just a subtext for the huge partisan divide we ha- we're having over this immigration detention policy. And so, what's what's a fight over funding for bed numbers is really a fight over. How many people should we really be detaining versus released? And, right. and there's and just no common ground there at all. So we're seeing this play out now in these kind of battles. Right. And, you know, this whole larger conversation, it really does play into this larger conversation about defunding ICE, right? Now, this like political... Um, From the hard left. Uh, on the hard left, right. correct. Uh, and, and one of this is one of the arguments is that it does not follow the rules. But in the end, it doesn't look like there's much Congress can do about this particular diversion, Right. I think 
Yeah, not at the moment. It doesn't seem like it. I mean, although who knows when they start, when they if they ever get to writing this fiscal 2020 spending bill for the Department of Homeland Security, they could put all kinds of provisions in there that right. seek to address this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really where um, advocates are pushing them. Um, I think yeah. that's I mean, they're pushing the Democrats, especially, to do that, and you know, really making a push for putting in more guardrails, more provisions, more oversight measures. And this is the, certainly going to be one part of that. Um, I think the border wall gets a lot of the attention, but um, I think ISPEDS is becoming more and more prominent uh, as a flashpoint in that conversation. Seems like it is. So we'll be watching how Congress responds to this funding diversion when it reconvenes uh, next week, and CQ will be covering it all for you as always. That does it for us today. If you have any questions or comments about our podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email. It's cqpodcast at cqrollcall.com. My thanks again to Tanvi Misra, our immigration policy reporter, for joining me. Thanks, Tanvi. Thank you. This was fun. And thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week. Until then, you can stay up to date by subscribing to the CQ Budget Newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast, and you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, NPR One, or just Google the phrase CQ Budget Podcast. See you next week. Next week.